Well, good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 284 of Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And today's passage is about a lost sheep. There's actually two passages in the Bible about lost sheep. We talked about one in episode 182 with one of my favorite titles of all time, uh, was about the Butch Cassidy of Pursuit. We always seem to be going back to movies now nowadays. And that was the uh, contrasting passage from Matthew 18. That refers to uh, a lost sheep that is a believer. Today's passage in Luke chapter 15, verse 1, is about a lost sheep that is a non-believer. And we find out that the person is a non-believer because they are uh, a sinner that repents uh, and comes back into, comes into the kingdom. All right, let me read the story. Um, Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to him, and the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when, he find, and when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. All right, let's start with the first line in there, the tax collectors. So who are the tax collectors? They are Jews that are in cahoots with the Romans, uh, viewed as betrayers of their own country, maybe even treasonous. They've gotten bed with the wrong country, the wrong empire. So uh, you're in uh, Israel, the land of the Jews, and who's the boss? Not the Jews. It's the Romans. Why? Because the Romans have a world empire, which includes this area of the world, and they have the power to levy taxes, and they have the power to collect taxes. And of interest, they didn't send Romans to do it. They sent Jews to do it. And uh, these people were the tax collectors, and they would pick individual uh who would be ostracized from their community, from social, their social world and the religious life. They will be ill thought of, maybe disowned by their family. They were notoriously viewed as, as being dishonest because they would resort to extortion. So why would a person do this? Why, if you were a Jew, why would you become a tax collector? One reason, money. Uh, you would be a rich person. So you would have no social life, no religious life, but you would have uh, plenty of money. So that's the tax collector. And then the sinners are people who failed to keep God's law or were in public or habitual or ongoing sin, living a life of sin. Now those are the people, verse 15:1. now the tax collectors and the sinners were all drawing near to him. So drawing near, they're being attracted by the Lord Jesus. So there may be a difference where everybody else knows you need repentance and you need you know that you need repentance. So I was wondering if I asked your family or friends, would they say that you would need or benefit from repentance? 
that you would be a person who needs repentance? Or if I asked God, would you be a person who needs repentance? Would would God say, boy, I wish this person would agree with me that they're not okay, that they need help? So here's where the story is located, quote unquote. The, the location of this story is at this critical place of consideration um, where a person is being attracted, drawn to Jesus. And what's there not to like about Jesus? If you could pick any person in history, of course it would be Jesus. What are you going to do, have lunch with Hitler uh, or Abraham Lincoln? mere men or mere women of history? No, it's it's Jesus. So these, these people, these sinners and tax collectors, are being attracted to the person of Jesus. They're maybe curious as to the teaching of Jesus. They're maybe getting ears to hear his message as they draw near, near to him. And the square that everyone is either going to, you're either going to land in the square or you're not, land on this particular square is that I need to be forgiven. I am a sinner. I am lost. I can't save myself. I'm not okay. And so the critical element of the story is, do I need repentance? And for those of you that are circling around the same square, I am not underestimating the difficulty of this. I agree with you. It is difficult and challenging the problem here is the you, you get people that are that are heading towards the square, the tax collectors and sinners, and then you get the Pharisees and the scribes saying they're grumbling, saying I don't like the Bible, I don't like this is the square that everybody has to come uh, through. I don't like that you're meeting people in their repentance. <clears throat> Maybe they're saying the the Jewish leaders are saying let's skip that part. Um, I don't like that there's a door. I don't like that there's a security system in the for the for the kingdom. So then he, that gives the basis of the story is the people that are drawn to Jesus and the people that are saying I don't <clears throat> I don't like the Bible. I don't like this the central element of repentance. <clears throat> so then we find the great story where the Lord loves the one that's farthest away. I was thinking about my mother uh, every once in a while, some crisis in my life or whatever, she would say, I'm going to put you at the top of my prayer list. And I, for once, for a while, I thought, wow, that's a real honor to be at, at my mother's, top of my mother's prayer list. And then I was thinking, oh my gosh, it's not an honor, it's a curse. I mean, or a, am I in that bad of a situation where my mother has thought that I need to be at the top of her prayer list? I'm in such a pickle. And that's what the Lord does here is he finds these sinners, these tax collectors, these people that are outside the kingdoms, these non-citizens, these foreigners in every way, and he pursues them uh, like the lost sheep, as opposed to the the knuckleheads who are uh, standing nearby, hovering, hearing the same stories and saying, repentance, I don't need no stinking repentance, I'm fine, i you know, I, I don't want to do this. So those are the people that Jesus tells the story to. So my challenge today is, which group are you in? Are you in the tax collector, sinner, knucklehead group, <clears throat> which are being drawn towards Jesus? <clears throat> and in the context of the story, drawn towards repentance? Or are you these knuckleheads who are just grumbling, saying, I don't like the Bible? Be one or the other. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.